Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Talk of the Town podcast. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and as always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host and Dunstable Town Vice Chairman, Mr. Matty Carrington. Matty, uh, happy Sunday. How are you, mate? Oh, hoi, hoi. Yeah, not so bad, mate. Uh, obviously a little bit disappointed after the unfortunate ladies uh, uh, didn't manage to quite get over the line in the, in the final. But to be fair, they've done us proud, as far as I'm concerned. You know, they've done well to get to the final. But yeah, apart from that, nice sunny day. It's all good. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm pretty much the same as you, mate. Uh, got up with a raging hangover this morning and <laughs> trudged off back down the pub to watch the uh, to watch the World Cup final. Yeah, the women were probably pretty, pretty pretty unlucky. Really, didn't really deserve to win the game. I didn't think didn't no. really create enough chances. But yeah, like you say, they've they've done us so proud. I mean, I've got you know my daughter. I've got a ten year old daughter who's absolutely mad on football. Pretty much because she started watching when the when the Euros were around and it's carried on now and that's why she's at every single Dunstable game. So all these people that are out there like bashing the women's game and oh, it's only women's football. It's like, well, hang on a minute. What they've done for this, the, 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 the especially like people like my daughter and stuff, the kids in this mm. country is, is truly amazing. But yeah, it's good. Um, a point yesterday, mate, Dunstable two, Cockfosters two. You ain't, seen, you ain't seen two better goals than them. <laughs> all season mate. I'm telling you now I know we had our awards for last season last night uh, after the game unfortunately I couldn't attend I know you had to get off as well and uh, yeah. send some stuff at home but we might do we just end goal of the season now mate and give it to Sam I mean Dylan's was a great goal was brilliant but can yeah. we just give Scotty the the award now mate just save a lot of hassle you ain't well, beating that I'm telling you now I'll be amazed if we see a better goal all season if we do it's going to be a special one but uh, yeah I'd I'm a bit surprised that Rory actually walked off of his goal of the season. He should have just handed it up straight over to Scott uh, to, yeah. to give it him for the new season. But uh, yeah, it's cracking goal. Absolutely cracking goal. And Dylan was up there as well. I mean, obviously, yeah. once we hear the highlights out, I, I look forward to seeing that on the big screen. Yeah. Scotty's celebration, though, was just casually just like just Tolu jumping on, <laughs> just casually scrolling around the pitch. Just, yeah, just scored a 45 yard screamer, mate. No worry about it. That's why I made the mistake because honestly, I. I was talking to somebody else and literally just went in and was like, who's that? Yeah. And then I just saw uh, Sam with Rory. I thought, well, Rory must have got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's done that. But... Honestly, oh, our bench made me laugh. They, uh, I think Lee looked round. He said, who shouted, don't shoot? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you now, mate, over all levels of football this weekend, I know I, I think um, Ollie from the non show has been tweeting out some absolute crackers. Yeah. Uh, must exactly. have been the weekend for me. There was some, some, there was a game up north from the kickoff where the keeper got lobbed. There was another 45 yeah. yard thunderbolt in one of the, the new counties leagues, I think, something like that. And then we had Scotty and Dylan, absolute bangers. Uh, but it's a point, it. yeah, it's a point after a, you know, difficult-ish start to the season, Matt, like Joe said on uh, last Tuesday when I interviewed him uh, over at Biggles Way. It's, like, it's yeah. nowhere near panic stations or anything like that. But I thought it was a very good performance yesterday. Um, but some, I, we kind of looked round and we were like, I was chatting to... Um, Neil at half time. It's like, how the hell did we two one down in this game? I couldn't believe it. Um, I, I couldn't believe it. That's just, it was just football in a nutshell. We pretty much yeah. dominated. No disrespect to Cock Fosters, but they didn't really offer much against mm. us. And it's one of them football moments where you look round and you're like, hang on a minute, it's half time and we're two one down. Did it? Did it baffle you that like literally just switching off for a couple of seconds at the back there? When the next thing you know, it's two one at half time. 
Definitely. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I think that was the, the only time, that, well, the, the first goal was probably the only time that perhaps the defence may have been able to clear the lines a bit quicker. But, I mean, their second goal as well, I mean, you know, as, if you're a neutral watching that, Again, it was a similar position to where Dylan's uh, goal was scored from, just outside the box. Great little curl on it. Brilliant goal. Um, you couldn't complain about it, apart from the fact that it was in the wrong bloody net for us. But, mm. yeah, how we got in half-time, as you say, 2-1, just, even now I'm, I'm, I'm just gobsmacked as to how that happened. But, you know, fair play to the lads. They come out in the second half and, uh, you know, the other teams may have capitulated a bit. They may have let their heads drop a bit, but the lads just kept on plugging away. And obviously, for me, in the, the broad spectrum, probably a point was the right result on the day. Yeah, uh, I'll probably go with that. Cockfoss has had a few chances right at the end there, didn't they? That lad didn't score from, what, a yard out? And he put it yeah. over the bar. And, Harder uh, yeah. to miss. Harder to but miss. Yeah, it, to some yeah. of the lads after the game, and they were like, I've no idea he missed that. Literally yeah. no idea. And they, hit the bar. <laughs> they hit the bar as well. Like I say, we said they didn't offer much, but they, you know, they had chances to win it. They'll probably be a little bit disappointed. They might not have gone away with three points. But mm-hmm. as for us, I thought it was a big step in the right direction. Um, yeah. I thought we played some good football at times as well. Um, it's interesting seeing Tolu out on out on the right now, uh, starting this season. Um, he's cutting in a lot. I think he, you know, he's he's affecting games a fair bit. Uh, what did you make of well, obviously Noxie coming goal yesterday? I was obviously I was asking Dirks and Anthony about that after the game. So we had Noxie come in. We had Tolu out yeah. on the right. Uh, Alfie dropped uh, into the into the defence. Uh, Rory was in midfield. But mm-hmm. I, the thing I like about us at the especially yesterday was it, it didn't really seem to affect us. Yesterday we all love Alfie in the centre back in the centre mid. But when we move him into that defence, I thought I thought it was fine. And, you know, he is a voice back there because when you're missing like a Robbie Goodman, you do need that voice back there, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, a very mature performance from from all of the back three. Mm. Uh, yesterday, they, they really uh, come out with a point to prove uh, to, to, to those who have been doubting them. And I thought it was a very strong performance. Yes, you know, it was unfortunate with the two goals we conceded. But apart from that, you know, the chances that they had, I think they've, uh, the defence, you know, coped with them really well. Uh, and, you know, they did, they did really well there. Um, talking about, uh, obviously, Alfie dropping back to the centre of defence, um, I thought Rory and Alfie in the centre was really, really strong. I thought they controlled that, uh, the, the midfield battles really well. And again, you know, we are missing Dunny still, we're missing Smidge. Uh, there's some, there's a key people missing, but uh, yeah, ha- how did you think those two played in the centre? Because personally, I thought they were really good. Yeah, I thought Harry, um, Harry and Rory. What you get with them is is engines. They're not mm. good. You know, centre midfield's got to be one. Oh, like, oh, the bloody I can never play. It was <laughs> one of the hardest positions on the football field, in my opinion, because you're pretty much constantly on the go. You're either linking with your back three as we are, or you're you know you're trying to get forward and help out the you know Kelvin and Sellers and stuff like that, but. I thought everyone in the middle of the park yesterday, uh, Harry, Rory, especially, you know what I mean, um, got their tackles in. And what mm. we had yesterday was when they got the ball, it was a case of, you know, we got it wide, we got it to Tolu. Um, and we I think that's where we're at our best. When we can, you know, especially at home at Creasy Park, when we can get the ball down, get it out wide. I mean, it's, mm. it's an old cliche, get the ball to your, to your best player. As soon as you get that ball into Tolu's feet yesterday, you know what I mean? Their left back, to be fair to him, was pretty rapid himself. So Tolu had a had a good battle up against him. But yeah, I thought Harry and Rory just proves how flexible we are as well. Because you know, Rory can play right back, he can play yeah. right mid, he can play now centre mid. Um, so yeah, I thought we did really, really well there in centre midfield. Um, it was a bit it was a battle in there at times. 
but we're taking steps in the right direction, which is good for me. You know what I mean? We, we haven't started the season badly. I wish I wasn't at the first uh, couple of games. I wasn't at the Ellsbury Road Dynamos or the MK Irish ones. But bloody hell, if you listen to fucking social media and you're just like, you think bloody Dunstable block. <laughs> you think we played 20 and lost 20 the way some people are, are going That's on. Especially, God, yeah. mate, I'll show you some of the messages I get in our DMs. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> And when you look at the games that we've lost, we've lost against um, MK Irish, who have come through the FA Cup yesterday, you know, decent performance against Real Bedford. We've lost against some pants and beyond, who you know, I still think are one of the best attacking forces in the league. Yeah. And we lost to Biggleswade, who are currently top. So if we're poor, then that means, you know, we're only the same as the other 18 teams in this league who are as poor as those teams I described. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, what are you thinking about some of the games coming up? I mean, Cole, I, was, um, I saw Connor this morning. I was having a chat with him um, this morning, and uh, he was—he he thinks Coney Heath will be one of our hardest tests yet. He says they're a good team, they've recruited well. But if you look at it, we've got Coney Heath at home on Tuesday the 29th, uh, yet the day after Bank Holiday, we don't play. Uh, <laughs> then we've got Leverstock away, and then we've yeah. got Harper in away and Bulldog away. So there's like some big games coming up now, and this little. We got this little mini break, but I'm sure Joe will have them training or in-house games. You know, we're not going to be we're not going to be resting. But uh, yeah, what are you thinking the next next home game, Colney Heath? It's not going to be not going to be an easy task, but I, I feel like we can take take some of these chances. Like I, I could tell in Dirks and Anthony's voice yesterday. I don't know. I'll get your thoughts on it. You, you know, we see it from a fan's point of view, but they were more frustrated. It's good that we're creating the chances. We just, just couldn't, something just didn't click up front yesterday that we were just missing a, you know, something, just, we just need something to fall for us. Like Dirk said yesterday, rather it's someone's arson and, and goes in. <laughs> we, we, It's good to see us getting in the positions. Don't get me wrong, Webby and Kelvin and all that. When Faulkner come on, I think he made a big difference yesterday. Mm. But um, what, what do you put it down to up the top? There's like you say, we're going to need, we're going to need a good performance. I think it's a very strong kind of tide coming in. Definitely. I mean, yeah, the the the, the chances that Calvin had, he potentially could have had a hat trick on another day. Obviously, he spun could have been falling up half time, two or three times. Um, same with uh, Webby and Folks. You know, they they've got themselves into some great positions, and it's just it's just luck of the draw at this current time. You know, I think uh, I was talking to Neil at half time yesterday when we were two one down, and um, he says that that's just your luck at this current time. You know, it, this time last season, you know the the uh, ball would have been cleared away, or it would have hit the post on for the uh, for the second goal. You know, when your luck's down, it does culminate a, a little bit. And you know, I know Joe doesn't like to to talk too much about luck, or everything like that, because you know he likes to think he thinks obviously that we we are our own architect of our own uh, success. But you know, it is just one of the karmas against us at this current time. Mm. But. It's going to come, and we know it's going to come. You know, it's it's not as if uh, Webby and Folks and uh, uh, Kelvin have you know just become terrible players overnight. It's it's nothing like that. They're getting themselves in the chances. Yeah, you know, Folks obviously got his first goal on Tuesday, which you can see the emotion on his face. How pleased he was to, to you know, get off the mark. Um, and you know, I think you said it yesterday on on your podcast. Somebody's going to get a whooping soon. Joe said that to me a lot last season. He's like, someone's going to get it. Because we, and I think, what I can't remember what game it was. I think we three or four nil at home we won. And Joe was yeah. like, told you. And you can see, it, like, you I mean, we were all watching yesterday. Like I said, I was baffled that we were 2-1 down. I was yeah. more astonished that we went 3-0 up in about 25 minutes. Because mm-hmm. Kelvin got in it, he rolled the defender. That's what he does so well. He rolls defenders like they're not even there. 
Yeah. I just need that little bit of luck in front of goal, a little bit of composure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not telling, teaching them how to suck eggs or anything, but it's just like you say, last season, that would have hit the back of the net. And we like last season, we got off to a great start. I said yeah. to Dirks and Anthony, and I said to Joe on Tuesday, how important is it for you, Matt, that we do keep, just keep patient? I mean, it's only three bloody league games. We've won one, lost one, drew one. Um, and the FA, we're out of the FA Cup, but like you always don't, you don't even, we don't budget for that. It would have been great to have a run in the FA Cup. We all bloody love it and we all want to get decent. You know, last season, I think we were all dreaming of going like Jersey away and places like that. And you look, you would love a decent run in the FA Cup. I'm not even going to lie, but uh, how important is it that we just, you know, just, just chill out? It's three games. So we've got some big ones coming up now. After this little mini break, like I said, Colney Heath, Leverstock Green, Harpenden over on their new pitch and mm. Bulldog Town away. Um, so it's, it's some big games. How, how, how important is it that we just all keep level heads and just keep patient and, you know, it will come. Yeah, it will do. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, Webby's not scored in just two of our games. It's as simple as, and yeah, it's not as if he hasn't had the chances in those two games as well. And yeah, I think as Crilly said last week, if they were rattling them in and, you know, absolutely consistent 100% of the time, they wouldn't be playing step five football. They'd be much higher up the up the ladder. Uh, but we, we have uh, players that we know have the ability to, to go and uh, score as many as they need to. You know, so I'm looking forward to them being able to, you know, shut the naysayers up and start rattling them in. Mm, yeah. Um, it's interesting when I was chatting to Anthony and Dirks and Joe's mentioned it on the podcast, how hard is it at this stage of the season trying to maybe bring in a few f- fresh faces to mm. freshen up? I mean, obviously we don't know all the positions that Joe's looking at, but I know like Dirks said yesterday, he said, look, we're out, we're actively looking, but very, like I said to them in the post game, it's very difficult at this stage of the season because, you know what I mean? Like Dirk said yesterday, we're not, we don't really want to get players that are coming back from injury. We had the lad from Burkham did last season. He just come back from a long-term injury. Mm-hmm. Didn't really work out. How important is it that we do recruit, but recruit the right people? And, you know, like Joe's always, he's not going to recruit for the sake of it. He's not going to be one of their managers. Like, oh my God, we've, you know, we've, we've lost the league game. Let's go and bring in five or six new players. No, <laughs> I think, you might see a sprinkling, you might see one or two. I think they're going to try and come in. And even Joe's made no bones about that. Dirks and Anthony mentioned it yesterday. How important is it for you that we that we recruit, but recruit the, the right kind of people for Dunstable Town and not just yeah. to, not, not just like, you know, some clubs have gone out and panic. Oh my God, this is a giant loads of players. That's not how we do it. No, absolutely. I mean, as you say, but if they've been injured, they're coming back from injury or they, they haven't been with a club so far this season, they haven't had a pre, uh, pre-season uh, regime which puts them at a disadvantage because they're already three or four weeks behind everybody else. And yes, they, they may have the quality, but do they have the quality that we need now? Possibly not. It all depends on the, the individuals that are coming in. And, and when you think, you know, being honest, this is only a short-term fix until we get Robbie and Crilly back. You know, that's my genuine thing. Yeah, I think Crilly's fairly close-ish from yeah. what I'm hearing. Obviously, we spoke to him on the show last week. We'll have a full week of training this week. You know, this uh, maybe the next game might come. He did say to us, what, end of August, beginning of September. Uh, so Krilly's not too far away, I'd say, mate. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, I mean, the only sort of position that we need to resolve um, long-term for the season is, is Davos because he's been out for the season. So, yes, there may be one or two defenders that come in and, you know, do stick with us long-term. But, you know, Joe, Dirk, they're not just going to get people to, oh, just play a couple of games for us until somebody mm-hmm. gets back. They, you know, they want to have somebody in who who works alongside, uh, you know, and fits alongside the rest of the team, fits within the culture that uh, Joe and Dirk have, you know, installed in them all. Um, so, it's yeah, it's difficult, but that's why they're paid the big bucks that they are to, 
to find those uh, quality players. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, we've got obviously Lucas out injured, Donny's yeah. out injured, Creely, Davo. You know, I mean, we didn't have Robbie Goodman yesterday, and you know, it's everyone was all just making excuses. When you any football team, when you miss big players, and especially like big characters, big voices, Crilly, especially Crilly and Robbie, you know, big voices, big leaders in the team. When you miss them, any team in the whole of the league that misses them kind of players. Definitely, you're gonna you are gonna look around and you know that goes from the Premier League all the way down. You take out fucking mm-hmm. Tottenham have just lost Harry Kane. Right, we won two 0 yesterday, but you got to replace thirty goals somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not it's not it's not easy, mate. It's not easy. But no, I think I think yesterday was a really really hard and um, point. You know, I mean, I know Dirks would have locked in and he would have and Lee would have liked us to get uh, get away with the three, but it's a little mm-hmm. stepping stone. You know what I mean? I'd rather sit here today talking about a point. Then us maybe them, you know, I just like I said earlier, I can't believe that guy missed from a yard. We could have easily been sitting here thinking, hang on a minute, how the fuck have we lost that three-two? You know what I mean? It could have been one of them. So a little bit of luck might be turning there, mate. But um, how's things at the club, uh, Matty? Uh, what's going on at the mighty uh, Dunstable Town? Um, I know they've been working away in the community. I know they've got an event going on. Is it this Wednesday? Uh, Creasy, I know Andrew uh, want, wanted us to mention. Yes, uh, so one of our sponsors, Tandem, they obviously are financial sponsor. They are bringing down their community bus uh, to offer um, financial planning for people to come along. They and um, People don't have to be a uh, member of a club or a supporter of Dunstable Town. This is uh, completely open to everybody, and it's a free education, sorry, a free financial education session to, to anybody who wants to come. Tandem aren't going to be selling anything to anybody. It's just to make sure that, Times are harder at this current uh, age, you know, so if there's anything that people will be able to uh, get from those sessions, it's got to be a win, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's the ability to be able to do online banking or anything, you know, it's it's not tailored to a certain generation, so there's going to be a cross section of um, ages that's going along, Um, yeah, so if anybody wants to get involved and book their session, if they email Andrew at chair.dunstabletownfc at gmail.com or just reach out to us on social media. Um, yeah, just get along on the uh, on Wednesday and uh, have some free education on, on Dunstable Town and Tandem. So apart from that, um, we are... As the ex-treasurer, the... are you going? If you look at the advert, it's like, I, I still... Um, Julian Little slide dig at you, was there? <laughs> yeah, Julian's denying the fact is that me, but cheap st- cheapskate Matt. Oh, I've been I've been called that on many and many occasions. So you know, I, I, I wear that as a badge of honour if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, other bits and pieces are going on. So we're just about to open the um, the hub. So on the 29th, so when uh, Coney Heath come down, we're going to have the the mayor come down to to cut the ribbon and open it up, and uh, that's going to be open for people just to come in and have a look around. Um, so yes, yeah, an ideal opportunity for for anybody to come down to to Creasy on that evening, and then afterwards, obviously, we're going to start selling the hospitality in there on Saturdays. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, no, most definitely. Have we been announced a partnership? We're doing some with the cricket team as well, right? I saw um, yeah. on social media. That's what we're doing. It's, that's what I, the good thing I do like about Dunstable Town is it's like you know it's very involved in the community. I mean, I know a lot of non-league clubs really try and do it well, but we've got. The walking football, which Ian does tremendously on. Uh, we've got the vets team starting up this season. Yeah. I think their fixes have just been announced. Obviously, you've got that. You did so many things in in the in the community. Um, yeah. It's really good to see that that you know the Dunstable Town really do put themselves out in the local community. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, we celebrate our 140th anniversary this year. Yeah, so we are a, a well-aged establishment within the town. So I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, the town's been good to us over those 140 years. So we're trying to obviously be good back to them. Um, you're right in terms of the Dunstable Town Cricket Club. Uh, they are going to be offering um, good discounts on room hire for any Dunstable Town owners. And these are some really good discounts down there as well as um, some discounted social pass, um, social ownership, social member passes down at the Dunstable Town Cricket Club as well. So it's great for them to uh, uh, get involved. Did they, the they keep the bar open on a Saturday? I've, I go, have heard that. Can, can we go down? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it, <laughs> might, it might be a place to go. So. <laughs> might pop down there yeah. for a beer on a, might pop down, <laughs> might pop down there for a beer on a Saturday. But no, Matt, it's, it's, it's really good what obviously is going on behind the scenes uh, with the team. Uh, I, I spoke to uh, Dan yesterday. He's uh, getting set to the girls' team. They're getting set to yeah. um, start up soon. Um, a, big, a few people asked me yesterday, the, the home games are definitely 100% Creasy Park Main Stadium pitch. Correct. Yes, correct. So basically, whilst the, the league that they're starting off with is not uh, a requirement you need to play on the the main pitch on that sort of pitch um it can be played on like a village green or anything like that for us as far as we're concerned the ladies team are as important as our men's and under 18s and all our other teams so they get to play on the same uh, facilities as everybody else we think that's the right thing to do Mm. Yeah, no, it's really good. I mean, like I say, I've got um, young Lois who obsessed with football. So to see Dunstable now having their own women's team, it's like it's so good for the people like like Lois and other yeah. like young girls that come down to to watch football. I mean, like you, we said at the start of the show, this World Cup and the past Euros have taught us anything that you know. I mean, you do need to grow this game, and it's yeah. you do see these people out there. Oh, it's, you know, it's only the women's one well, that watching because it's only the women's World Cup. You're like, come on, man. That's, you know, mm. you know, if you're going to be talking like that, you're going to be stuck in the Stone Age forever. So it's good to see the Dunstable ladies up and running. Um, I think their first league game. I think Dan was telling me yesterday has been moved. I think it's September the seventh now because AFC at home um, if I'm right in thinking yeah so basically uh, the league when they issued the fixtures they didn't take into consideration obviously the AFC ladies playing on that mm. the the guys have spoken to the league again it's just a bit of a, a switch around it'll be fine but all the games will still be played on the crazy pitch yeah uh, what are you going to do next weekend no football Oh, to know, drink mainly. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you're buying, I might come and drink. <laughs> I might text Julian and let him know you're down there buying around. <laughs> but you know, I think I think I might be off to watch Oxy Jets with Harry Bowman's old man. But yeah, I'll, okay. I'll find this. I mean, do you know what I miss about? I remember back in the day, I don't know what it was like when you were growing up, Matt. You, when your first team were not playing, remember the old days of having a reserves. Reserve team, yeah. One, one day you will get one back, mate. Yeah, I mean, what, what Dunstable used to have one, right? They used to have a reserve yeah. team. Yeah, used to have a development team, yeah, definitely. But um, it, it's on the agenda for one day. It's just we need. Yeah, so to it's a lot of work that. again, is it? Yeah, you've got to. You know, can't just you know. It, it, all these things cost money. I'm guessing not so for us to enter a league, enter a team into a league. Is, is it still like a reserves league? Is that even a thing? Because all I hear of these days in you know, under twenty threes and. Is there an actual reserves league that, like, on a Saturday that are competitive? No, there's no reserve league. So if you have a reserve team at this current time, you can play your reserve team up to two levels below your first right. team. So, okay. for example, Leighton, obviously, they had theirs in the uh, Division Two of the Spartan, and because mm -hmm. they went up, their reserve team could then go up. Sense while they're in the the first division. 
Um, there are a few teams that have their reserve teams in the Spartan League. The Bedford County League have, I think, Bedford, no, uh, not Bedford, sorry, uh, Barton Rovers are in the, the Bedford County League. So there's there's plenty of leagues about there that would be able to fit in reserve team. But you're right, there is quite a lot of development teams as well. So um, there's the Suburban League that has like Bromley and um, Hayes and other teams like that. And Abbey Rovers, they all play in like the Suburban League. Um, so yeah, there's options all around really. Yeah, uh, just finishing up, Matt, but I don't know if you, I couldn't make the game the other night, but the youth team got through to the next round of the FA Youth Cup um, yes, at home at, at Creasy. Yeah, I heard it was an absolute barnstormer mm. of a game, mate. That's that's a, such a good experience. I remember um, quite a few years ago now when I was uh, living back in Wildstone, we drew Liverpool away. Uh, we got to like, I think it was the fourth round of the FA Youth Cup. Mm. Everyone went up to Anfield on a Wednesday night and it was, I think we lost 4-0, 5-0, but to play at Anfield for them young guys was an absolute tremendous achievement. So it was good to see like the the young lads. And obviously I know a lot of them that are in Joe Levine's team were either starting or on the bench for, for that team. So again, it's good the the progression that's coming through at Dunstable Town, feeding it, like we say, it's, you might not have a reserves, but with these young lads coming through, I mean, I know Joe, there was a sprinkle of them coming to the first team last yeah. season, you know, so hopefully this next group of players, you know, I say it all the time. It's such we're in such a we're in a good situation, but we're in a bad because anyone really good, Luton, Watford, all these boys are, are sniffing around. It's so hard to keep them, even if you keep them like Axel last season. We saw a season before last. Imagine if we had kept him just for ten games for, for argument's sake. Uh, we would be the, talking about being in the Southern League if I'm being brutally honest. Yeah, yeah it's, it is so difficult now with like the likes of Luton on our doorstep and, you know, QPRs and Watfords of this world. They're all, you know, don't get me wrong, they're doing what they're doing. But I just mm. I just think for non-league teams, it would be so good if we could get a couple of these players just one season, you know what I mean? Just let them have one season playing adults football before they get whizzed off to academies. I speak to Lee Cowley about it all the time and he's like, sometimes it's good for them to go to academy teams, but sometimes the experience you get, I don't know what you think, the experience you get of just playing one season say for a Dunstable town, is it is valuable to their career, right? Definitely, yeah. I mean, I have a friend who supports Kings Lane. They've got quite a decent catchment up there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I always used to go along with him and, the, you know, the names that kind of roll off um, the top of my head for like uh, Robbie, uh, sorry, Chris Bacon, all these sort of players that came through their youth section and then obviously played in their, um, you know, adult team. They, they became... Uh, names within Kings Inn, but that's because they the nearest they had was uh, Norwich down the road. There, there isn't the mm. same sort of competition for places around there that that we unfortunately do have, and it, it's a, it's a double edged sword because obviously we do have some people coming from the academy system who come out and are more likely to sort of tumble down and play down in the in step five, saying. You know, you're not going to have that up in in the in the sticks in Norfolk, but yeah, it's it's a hard one on both sides because you want everyone to to progress on and um, and have the opinion of oh, Dunstable did the right thing for us. They they let us uh, you know move on to the likes of Luton Town and and Watford etc. But at the same time, as you say, it'd just be great to kind of have you know two or three seasons of these players come through, get absolute cult status, and mm, then obviously yeah. to move on then. We had it with Jermaine Beckford at Willstone. Literally yeah. every game by the end of his tenure at Willstone, no word of a lie, Matt, there must have been 25 to 30 scouts there watching him. Yeah. And obviously he ended up going from Willstone to Leeds United and then Leeds United to Everton. But we had him for probably young, about the same age as me. Yeah. So we had him for about three or four seasons. Mm -hmm. 
And the first couple of seasons, you could see there was potential there. Marvin Morgan, God rest his soul, bless him, Marvin. He was up front with him at the time. Marvin went on to have a good career at Aldershot. But yeah. Jermaine, just for them three seasons with Willstown in the Ryman Premier, 30, 35, 40 goals, bang, bang, bang. And next thing you like that, you look around, you had Leeds, Charlton, Tottenham, QPR, Luton, what every scout that you could name was there and he ended up getting a move to 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 Leeds United and you know he ended up scoring at Old Trafford and things like that. So it's potential it's you know Dunstable ever got something like that it would be great. But do we know who the young lads have got in the next round of the FA Youth Cup or has it not been drawn yet? I think they've got Russian and Diamonds. Uh Ooh. I think we're at home. I might be wrong with that but okay. uh, I'll try and get that yeah. one. They're, they're a decent team so it's gonna yeah. be a, a tough challenge. But yeah. Uh, yeah it's gonna be a great experience from if they're playing at Creasy fantastic. Mm. If they're playing at the Russians ground it's gonna be a great experience for them. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, uh, Matty, enjoy your little 10-day break. No doubt you'll be beavering away behind the scenes, mate. Uh, I might even pop down to training on Thursday just to get my little Dunstable Town fix. But yeah, we are not playing now until Tuesday the 29th of August. We are at home to to Colney Heath, uh, 7.45 kickoff, pop down and give the lads uh, lads some support. Uh, and then on the following Saturday, the September the 2nd, we have Leverstock Green away. So come down and check us out then. But as always, you can find us on social media. Uh, we are on Twitter at DTFC Pod. Go and follow Dunstable Town at Dunstable Town FC. Um, doing great work on, on the Twitter and the Instagram and everything on that. Go and check out the YouTube show that uh, Brad and Abby do. They do a great job over there. But we will be back, uh, I don't know, I suppose we'll be back on the 29th against Colney Eve. But Matty, thanks for your time, mate. No doubt I will speak to you a million times before I see you next. I don't. Cheers, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Talk of the Town podcast. Till next time, everybody. Up them mighty blues. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to today's Talk of the Town podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter, at DTFC pod. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search talk of the town podcast.